Hey everyone, this is Gavin. Hey everybody, this is Todd. And I'm Craig. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 120 of the Majors Mess All podcast. I am your host Gavin, joined by Todd. Howdy. And Kelly. Hello. And no Craig again. <laughs> now, now we need to explain what's happened here because people are going to be going, what the hell, like Craig's missed two episodes in a row here. Or is it two? Yeah, it'll be two episodes in a row. So what's happened is, um, like we say, we've tried to go weekly, um, or thereabouts anyway, so we told Craig he didn't have to come on every time. And then we ended up getting three interviews with different people all in a row. And Craig does not do interviews. And it actually works out easier if we do the intros and outros to those interviews directly after the interview. So it's not worth calling him up and going, can you come on for 10 minutes to do an outro? Because he'd just be pissed. You have to give him time <laughs> to get his mind around what's going on. Um, and it just wasn't worth it. So Craig is still alive. He's still fighting the war on coronavirus, Aww. working in still the hospital. Part of the podcast. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, yeah, he's still part of the podcast. It's just uh, Kelly, as you can hear, is doing wonderful with our interviews, and we appreciate her help. And uh, yeah, so that's why Kelly's on with us now. Thank you. Basically, what we're saying is <laughs> Kelly's on because we didn't want to piss Craig off. <laughs> you're, you're Craig's surrogate <laughs> voice for the <laughs> Right, so we do have a guest, and we're going to go through to that interview in, a mi- interview in a minute. Kelly, can you introduce who our guest is? Um, our guest is Nancy Vallon. She's been um, in Baywatch. She was in Series 7 of Baywatch, playing David Hasselhoff's love interest. She's also appeared in um, Todd's favourite show, Saved by the Bell. Yes. And... Uh, you might remember the scene where in Friends where she goes on a double date with Joey and Chandler says, you take the hot one, I'll take the mess, and the mess is Janice. So, iconic scene. Actually, she's been in quite a few good shows, so here is... Well, hang on a second, hang on a second before we go through to the interview very quickly, just so people wonder what we were talking about there. It does appear that uh, Todd is a closet Saved by the Bell fan, which we only found out right before the interview. Um, <laughs> When we were talking about it, and he's going, "Oh yeah," and he's saying, "Oh, these two cast members used to date," and this, uh, he knows everything about them. <laughs> so, uh, as you'll hear in the interview now, um, yeah, with uh, Nancy Vallon. Hi Nancy, it's Gavin here from the Majors Muscle Podcast. How you, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm awesome. Yeah. Um, we've got, just to let you know who else is on the line. Um, we've got Kelly, who's back in the UK. Hi Nancy. Hi Kelly. And we've also got Todd as well, who's in Maine. 
Hello, Nancy. Hello. Sli- wow, slightly deeper voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you doing with being uh, being uh, in quarantine? I'm doing pretty well, actually. It's not that much different than my regular life. I'm not the kind of person that has to be out every single minute. You know, I pretty much work from home, except for when I have auditions or when I'm working. Um, you know, I travel a bit, but basically I, I kind of stick closer to home, I think. So it's not that much different, although I am getting a little bit of cabin fever this past week. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it means everybody else. Oh, but, yeah. You know, like... I don't have children. I think if you've got children, it's a, it's a lot more challenging, probably. Uh, yeah, I think there's pros and cons, really. I mean, I've got two kids, and, and it, it's an absolute nightmare. I'm lucky enough that I still get to go to work, so I get a couple of days away. Um, and then my wife's at home. She's working from home, so she's trying to work, and she's got the two kids, so that is a nightmare. But then on the other side of it, I've yeah. got friends that don't have kids, and they, they're so bored because they wish they had something to, to do, to, you know, somebody to entertain. Yeah, so, yeah if I yeah. was just single, I think it would be. But it's actually giving me a chance to catch up on a lot of things, so... Um, so that's good. But I do have, you know, an elderly mother-in-law and um, my, my mother-in-law is 89 and my mom's 82 and my mom's just around the corner. So I really haven't seen my mom very much and I haven't gone into my mother-in-law's house. Um, you know, we're just concerned about their well-being. I think that the anxiety of thinking about, well, who is, who is it okay for them to go around? Can we still have the person that takes care of them, you know, go there and, and all of that? So, yeah, like my grand my grandfather's eighty nine as well, and I try and call him once every oh. couple of weeks, and he's on he's so lonely. My nan passed away a few years ago, so he's literally just on his own now. And like, look, oh. luckily enough, he lives like right around the corner from where my parents live, so they they still go around, but they stand at the bottom of the gate. They don't go in. They just talk to him from a distance. And I mean, that's something, but it's oh. not the, it's not the same when you can't give are somebody they, a hug. Are they giving him food? Yeah, yeah, my auntie takes meals to him every single day. She, he said he's eaten better than he's ever eaten before because normally he just cooks for himself, but now she's taking all the food to him. So, yeah, he's doing okay, though. That's good. He's it's making concerning, do. though, right? Oh, yeah, like hopefully it'll be, you know, we can get this finished with sooner rather than later. But, yeah, it, it is concerning. It's not nice at all. Um, a trip down memory lane, if you will. Um, I was a big Saved by the Bell fan growing up and i learned that you played the nurse jennifer on the episode with zach had the crush on the nurse so what was that like um it was a lot of fun i I was very surprised to see you know how popular that episode was i you know i don't know if it's (laughs) a matter of them like just repeating it a million times because of the show's popularity in general or if that character was really popular i know that i read once or somebody told me that they did like rankings of the most popular guest stars on the show. And I think I was third, but the first one was a duck or something. So I'm kind of <laughs> taking that for the second. So, so I was pretty flattered by that. Um, it was it was a great time. That cast is just so sweet. They're so giving and um, they make, you know, the guest star just feel like one of the cast members. And um, I just really enjoyed enjoyed working um, enjoyed working with them quite a lot. And I wasn't, you know, I, I got a call for that and it, I, I went in, um, I went in for it and, uh, Kathy Ireland, I guess, had gotten cast in it. And then they made a choice to replace her because at the time, um, 
she just had a very, very high voice. You know, she was a model, and her voice was so high that it just didn't loan itself to that three-camera, um, you know, the sitcom, right? Sure. Uh, you've got the audience there in person, so you've got to have a bit, you know, they have to be able to hear you. Um, and so uh, it just didn't work out for her, you know, that medium. But um, anyway, they called me, and then I, I went in. I had already, they had already had, you know, two days on it. So I came in just, I think I was there for three or four days and that was it. And then, you know, maybe three days and then we shot it. So, but it was a lot of fun. I really liked it. That's good. It's funny because before we started to talk to you, like we were just kind of prepping for our conversation with you and Todd mentioned that he liked, used to watch Saved by the Bell. And we're like, oh, really? Like, you, know, you wouldn't expect a guy with a, vo- a voice that deep to say, like, say by the bell. And then the next thing, you know, he starts telling us all these, like, behind-the-scenes facts. And, and we're like, whoa, hang on a minute. Like, you, you, you're a really close fan. We, we never had any idea. So, I'm yeah. a super fan of Saved by the Bell, I'll admit. There's no shame in my game. It's okay. <laughs> I think, you know, Saved by the Bell was like, I don't, I mean, you know, Brady Bunch was the thing that, you know, we watched from, when you know, kind of my time when I was a kid. Um, and to say that you watched the Brady Bunch, I think was super nerdy. But I think that Saved by the Bell was pretty cool. Yeah, I think that it was a step cooler than something like the Brady Bunch. Well, it was like the Saturday morning new TV show was kind of replacing all the cartoons. And I was, of course, the same age as most of the cast members because they graduated yeah. you know, virtually in 1993, which is when I graduated <laughs> high school. So we were kind of like all the same age anyway. So I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> this is kind of I can I relate it. to the show. So, you know. Are you going to watch the new reboot? There's a reboot? I didn't even know there was. <laughs> oh, Big... yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's I coming back. I didn't get the memo. I'm out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should look it up. A guy from my acting class is on it. Um, I should get his name. but um, Yeah, Saved by the Bell reboot. If you look it up, you will see. Oh, okay. Well, I know they did like a... I think it's where, um, it's where Zach's and A.C. Slater's kids go to school. Oh, okay. That's their cool. their characters. Yeah, I think Jesse's in. So they had like the new I'm class sure for a while, but that I I tried to watch that, but it just wasn't the same because it was basically the same formula with just different kids. And Screech was now the right. assistant principal, and I'm like, come on, man! That at a certain point you got to like yeah. hang up the character and be like, okay, I've been there, done that, and move on to something <laughs> yeah. else. But. I don't know if he's on or not. Yeah, I don't think he is. Yeah, after all the tell-all books she's written and stuff, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it says, yeah, I'm reading about it. In the reboot, Zach Morris has become governor of California, closes a bunch of low-income high schools, causing many students to transfer to wealthy, privileged Bayside. Ah. Mark Hall, Scott Hilaire, and Tiffany Amber Tyson will return as Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski, although it's unclear how much we will see them. Oh, anyway, that's, that's interesting. What a tease. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's a massive fan of Saved by the Bell, and I'm a massive fan of Friends, and your scene stands out to me. I love it so much. Even from your first line, you're like, I've got to go to the bathroom because my hands smell of cab. And I was like, what? <laughs> what does cab smell like? <laughs> and then it just builds up the humour, and then in books, Janice, for your double date. Uh, I just wondered, what yeah. was it like? And I know Friends was filmed in front of a live studio audience majority of the time. I just wondered if that was the case with your scene and just what was it like working on an iconic show such as Friends? 
Um, it was wonderful. I, I believe it was their first season, and um, everyone was, again, just so lovely, and Jennifer Aniston especially stood out. She was just, um, just goes out of her way to make everyone feel really good. Um, she lights up a room for sure and um, puts everyone at ease, which was wonderful. Um, and um, I would just love doing the part because my family's from New York, so I grew up with that accent everywhere. My husband's from New York. Um, and uh, to work with James Burroughs, he, he just comes in, you know, he comes in really quickly after a rehearsal. He gives, like, a little, you know, physical comedy or a note or two, and he runs right out, you know. And so just a little, like, the ham thing that you were saying, like, he came in, he goes, do this with your hands. Like, he will give the cast those little things. Yeah. Um, so it made, you know, it makes all the difference. He's just, just genius. I just, um, just really grateful that I got a chance uh, to work with him. And um, I have to say that Matthew Perry, I just, just still, you know, really admire um, his talent. Uh, he would... Um, no matter, you know, in, in all of the different rehearsals, um, most of the cast kind of did everything the same way, you know, whether they, they kind of yeah. sounded the same. They had a specific way, take that they could make a line funny. But Matthew Perry, would it would be different every time, but it would always be funny. And I just think he's just such a great, you know, incredible comedic talent. And also, I remember one time some of the writers, just a little inside scoop, were having a challenge with one of the scenes, and they wanted to rewrite it, and they asked um, Matthew Perry to come in and sit down with them and, uh, you know, discuss it. And maybe they did that with other cast members, you know, but um, it was a big theme with a lot of the cast in it, but they asked him to come down and sit down. So I thought that that was interesting, and um, I hope to see him. I know I, I'm a fan of um, some of the other, you know, work Jennifer Aniston has obviously gone on to do incredible work in, um, in film and Matt LeBlanc. I just love his um, show episodes. I don't know if you've seen that. It's so great. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but he I comes across really funny. funny. Yeah, it's funny. I hope to see Matthew Perry maybe develop his own show and and get out there with a the show. That would be. That would be wonderful to it's see. Got that dry, um, sarcastic wit to him. I mean, you can play any yeah. character with that kind of delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's probably, he could probably, you know, create and write an entire, you know, his own show for sure. So hopefully that will come one of these days. I don't know. Fingers crossed. But I had a great time. I'm grateful to have worked on it. Didn't they say that they were going to do, yeah, do they were going to do another like a, like a you know reunion thing with friends? Did I read something online that they were going to come back and do something? I know that. I think I heard that they keep, like, I know that they keep asking the cast. I think I saw that on an episode of Oprah, you know, on one of those little things that you're scrolling through Instagram, right? The little videos come up. And I think, I remember, like, Oprah keep asking, maybe it was Jennifer Aniston if they were doing it, but um, I didn't hear that they are. I don't know. I don't keep up with that stuff that well. Do you guys? I mean, did you hear anything? <laughs> they, are, they, are, they, they are doing a reunion show, but it's not actual it's just a reunion as in talking about their time on the actual oh, that's disappointing um, set it's yeah it's not a full-on series which is a what disappointment a i was actually going to ask you if there's any um funny behind the scenes stories but you kind of answered that with how matthew perry was so talented that even the producers directors were asking him for for help really 
Well, I don't know about for help, but they, they, you know, they were, they asked him to collaborate with them. Um, you know, yeah. you know, yeah, I do remember them asking him, you know, I do remember them, you know, wanting his input. But even just working with James Burroughs, I mean, like you say, that that must have been so incredible because he's he's done so many shows. Like one of my favorite shows is uh, is Cheers. I know that I know that he was behind that as well. He's such a just yeah. a very talented man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cheers. you've worked with so many um, high-profile actors. Have you ever felt starstruck or nervous at any point? I definitely felt nervous a lot. I don't know if nervous around the actor per se, or just more like can't. Yeah, I mean, nervous. Like I want to really do a good job, right? I mean, if you're if you're working opposite somebody that um, that you admire, it, it, it's nerve. I mean, it's yeah. pressure, right? You, you just you always want to do a good job, but you especially want to like, oh my gosh, can I can I even you know stand next to this person and and do this, you know, job justice. But you know what? At the end of the day, we're all there to do a job, right? So yeah, definitely. Um, that's kind of, you just you you just if you put yourself into action, right? What you're doing when you're working, then I I find that nerves go away for the most part. I also um, noticed that you worked on um, one of my favorite dramas, CSI. So how was that pulling on more of a? Because quite a lot of shows we just mentioned are um, comedy based. So how was it pulling on more of your? serious um drama side of acting yeah i'm actually more um i feel more comfortable doing serious stuff that was just a small little part on csi it was just it was at night i came in there and um i mean basically it was like okay here i don't even remember i don't remember it that well i just remember showing up and it was like right into the scene i don't even i think i just basically said hi to each person (laughs) to marg Mogenberger and you know, whomever else was in the scene, and then that was it. We just did the scene, and I was out of there. I, I don't, um, you know, on on a sitcom, you have the five days that you're there with the cast. You're rehearsing. Um, you see a lot more. Uh, but if you go in and you're just a guest star, um, it can be quick, and you're out of there, depending on the part. Um, on the episode of 911 that I did recently, that was interesting to see because, you know, we were on location and all of the cast was put, like we were at a hotel and they just threw all the cast members, um, not Angela Bassett, but everybody else was in one room. We were like all wow. in the hotel room with two double beds. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought that that was kind of cool that they, the cast was just so relaxed to be just like hanging out with everybody. Um you know, so I got more of an inside look, I would say, there. Again, just everyone was really gracious. I was so impressed with Angela Bassett, who just, like, sit down, look at a scene, walk out, and just be so, you know, incredible. Um, and those people doing those hour shows, I mean, they don't, they barely get any sleep. You don't see the daylight unless you're shooting exteriors. It's very challenging work. And the people doing 3CAM, if they're talented with comedy, they have a gift because it's much easier schedule. I mean, comedy's hard, but I think if you're great at it, like someone like Matthew Perry, I think, you know, that's that's a dream job for somebody like that. You know, if you're not great at comedy, yeah, then, definitely. Then, 
you're going to complete hell then at that point. But but if you are great at it, you know, it's, it's a really lovely schedule. You know, it's it's more like a regular job, you know. Yeah. Um, with doable hours, you get rehearsal. It's a whole different thing. But the, the hour dramas are definitely a challenge um, to in terms of schedule. And, and you, you have to have resilience and um, stamina in a big way. So you've done a lot of acting jobs on uh, on TV and movies, um, but you do a lot of producing as well. What, uh, why don't you talk about some of your like produ- producing jobs that you've had or some of the, the projects that you've worked on? Um, yeah, I, I produced for a while in there. I um, I really loved it. You know, I always, I, I had just the feeling in the back of my mind, I thought, what's that like? You know, what do producers do? I was always curious about it. And I always wished that I could do that, um, but I never took the steps to, but I just already felt like I would be doing it one day. And um, a director that I worked with, um, showrunner Craig Nevius, on show that I did Black Scorpion for the Sci-Fi Channel, um, he came to me and he asked me about getting some rights of the Baywatch cast members. And I said, sure, I can look into that. And we just started working together. Um, we formed the production company. He was forming a company called Windmill Entertainment, and I kind of jumped on board in that effort. And um, I just dove into it. It, it was really a challenge. I love it. I love a challenge. Um, I knew the area it was it was familiar to me. Um, first, I I was really a liaison between talent and you know the production side. Um, I think that I could relate to, to actors and I could, and I knew what they would respond to. Um, so I think that it worked out well. And I think that that's why we were able to bring on some incredible talent. And Craig also worked well um, with talent. So, um, you know, our first, one of our first shows, uh, Chase and Farah, um, was wonderful and something I'll, I'll never forget. Um, she was just phenomenal to work with and, you know, we had to be creative on there. I just learned that, you know, as a producer, that it's just about getting it done, right? It really equates to everything in life. <laughs> now you're going to have challenges, but at the end of the day, it's like you have to figure out a way to get it done. Right. And so I, I just love learning new things. So I, I really just, I learned every aspect of production from, you know, mostly what I really enjoy is packaging and putting things together, creating content, writing treatments. Um, pitching, I, I, everything I thought that I would be scared of doing, I absolutely loved it. Um, and, and we had a lot of shows that we were shopping. I, I went on to have another partner after that, um, and then did, took some shows out on my own. Working with William Shatner was another highlight. Um, oh, wow. You know, interesting. yeah, when you work with, you know, what I found was the people that are successful that had previous success, they were very open. And they would, when I would approach them and say, hey, you know, would you be attached to this or can we develop something with you in mind? You know, the successful people would say, sure, you know, either with Bill, it was come into my office, sit down, pitch me what you have. But other people just like on the phone, but wherever it was, um, the successful people that had the big success would always say, great, uh, you shop it and see if you can bring me a deal. And they would let, let me attach their name to the project wow. without any money being exchanged. Wow, yeah, which I, I, I thought was wonderful. And then the people that hadn't worked in years, they were 
usually extremely hesitant. And, and it's probably because they hadn't had a lot of experience in the area, so maybe they would be a little paranoid, like, oh, is someone going to rip me off? Am I going to get taken? Is this bad for me? So what I found that is most of those people really shot themselves in the foot because they were the ones more hesitant. I don't want to do that. They give us, you know, more of a problem than anything. <laughs> and it was <laughs> right. funny, you know, this is stars are just like, yeah, go shop, bring me a deal, you know. And they ended up making incredible money, and we produced some really wonderful um, programming. So um, I learned a lot from the people that I worked with. I learned a lot from the icons that I had the pleasure of working with. Um, and uh, it was just really, you know, just a blessing. I'm just grateful that I got to experience like all different parts of the entertainment industry, to be on the other side of the camera, to get a perspective of what producers go through. Um, you know, really makes a huge difference as an actress, right? Because <laughs> actors are usually like, gosh, it's taking so long to spend my day in the trailer, right? And as a producer, you really understand it from, you know, from a different perspective. So I'm grateful that I that I had um, that perspective. And I'm grateful that I learned how to do every aspect of production. And um, so it was just a, it was a fun time for me. Do you have a preference of the two, like producing or acting? Which one you prefer to do? I really love acting. I mean, I, I believe that, you know, I'll get into that for a second, but I just wanted to mention the two sure. shows. So the, the, they're still Absolutely. great shows. You can still see them. Chasing Farah um, oh, yeah. was originally on TV Land, seven episodes. I think it's probably available someplace. And then also um, William Shatner in Concert was a two-hour special that we did for TV Land. And then I also um, we also produced the, um, the pilot episode of uh, Living in TV Land, and that one was with my father-in-law, Dick Van Patten. So it was Living in TV Land with Dick Van Patten, and we did an hour special. So that was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Um, those are just a few of them. But anyway, yeah, so I'll um, tell you that it took me a while to come to this. You know, I think that when we're young, at least when I was young, for, and pretty much the same way, just, you know, I go with a feeling, a gut instinct, and it leads me, and I, I think that it takes you know, I don't immediately articulate things so well. I just go with my, with my gut or my instinct, my body and my heart. Really, enough heart sounds, you know, a little corny, but it's true. You right? We get a gut feeling, yeah, right. um, about something, um, and you go with it, right? I know that when I was younger, I felt that I I was shy, and I the first time that I was at Uta Hagen's um, studio in New York. I remember taking a class there and being, you know, doing an exercise routine and remember feeling relaxed for the, like, I felt like for the first time in my life in front of people I didn't know. So normally if I was, you know, even like the first day of school, I was definitely like freaked out and afraid. I was great once I got to know somebody, but I was very shy at first. And so I felt more comfortable acting than I really did in my personal um, social life. Um, so that, that was, I think why I originally started it. It just, I just felt, I felt more at home doing that than I did in, in, you know, regular, um, you know, everyday conversations. Um, and then what I realized is that, you know, I just love telling stories. I love giving a voice to stories. Um, and then also with acting, I think that, you know, just there's pure entertainment, right? Cause you're really, Helping sure. people, right? Even if you just entertain them for an hour. But then beyond that, you know, people may, 
he moved and realized something that they had pent up hurt feelings about, or they may relate, or it may give them hope, it may inspire them. You know, um, art can, you know, a, a good film, you know, or TV show can move the culture. Um, so I, I'm just really just in awe of actors and um, the entire creative process for everyone involved. And I'm just grateful, you know, to be working that I get to uh, just tell stories, just tell human stories, right? That's what it's about. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I just want to talk to you about um, your time in Baywatch. So I know a lot of people were disappointed that your the storyline with um, the romance with David Hasselhoff's character didn't continue into season eight. I know a lot of fans were disappointed that that didn't happen. I just wondered how your time was on that show. Oh, thank you for that. That's good. I didn't know that. That's um, <laughs> yeah. <that's amazing>. Um, <laughs> a lot of online. Yeah. They were very disappointed. Yeah. Ah. So, um, you know what's funny is that I think that David, all of David Hasselhoff's girlfriends just die in one season, didn't they? Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> 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 I think it's a death to be David Hasselhoff's uh, It was fun for me to work on this show. I do have to say I got a little paranoid of, you know, we're, we just did a documentary, and I talk about it a little bit in the documentary, but, um, you know, I think I I was never about the way I looked, you know, I at, at all. First, you know, when I first started working, it was she's not pretty enough, you know, and then, it, then I did a part where I was, to play a beautiful teacher and then it was oh we can't see her for that she's too pretty and you know i i never really thought about it that much um and then i got on that show and i guess i just I, there's something about being in that bed i don't know i kind of <laughs> I, I definitely ended up you know not as comfortable in my skin at that point than i wish that i could have been i think that it affected my mindset um but so in that way, I just remember getting too skinny um, and just really feeling like not really myself, I think, that year. It was loads of fun, though, with that said. It was great just to get out of the San Fernando Valley where I live, where it's a bit hot, and just to be at the <laughs> beach. And, you know, um, everyone was great. And, you know, they had a lot of girls that year. So that was that. What I think was a bit challenging, probably for the writers and for everybody. I think Pam was supposed to leave, so then they ended up bringing on. They brought on Gina the year before in case Pam left and she didn't leave. Then they thought Pam was going to leave, and then they brought on um, Donna, thinking that Pam was going to leave, but Pam didn't leave. <laughs> and then they had Pam and Donna and Gina, all very different, by the way, and they could just all have one show on their own. Um, so there were just a lot of cast members, and I don't know. I don't know how well I fit into the whole Baywatch thing, but I'm really glad that I got to do it. It was, it was fun. And well, it was, a lot you know, of people hey, were sorry to see, see you go. Yeah. Uh, it was my comic <laughs> show. I still can't believe how popular it was. I'm you know, so grateful that I was on it. It gave me a lot of opportunity, and um, I've got friendships that you know will remain forever. We're still all in touch with each other i'm still close to the producers you know michael burke um who i see from time to time with his incredible wife michelle and um you know and then it was wonderful wonderful fun for me to work with yasmin who was my best friend since we worked together we met online hope in the late 80s going back an ancient time ago but um 
you know, yeah, we worked together on Ryan's Hope, and we were roommates then. Wow. Um, so, yeah, and she had no idea that I got the job, and I'll never forget telling her. She was kind of shocked. and um, <laughs> But it was great that we got to work together again, you know, so that was a lot of fun. So I can't mention Baywatch without talking about the um, theme tune and the opening scene, the slow motion run. What's the, the secret slow motion to a perfect? Run. Do you know I yes. never got to run in slow motion ever? Oh, oh that's a shame. I was like the only one that I don't think, I don't think, unless somebody can find that somewhere, but I don't think it exists. I don't think I ever did that. But as far as I know, you know, they're doing that with the camera, right? They're slowing it down. Right. So there's nothing you can do to run in slow motion. But I will say this is that, you know, anyway, when you're walking usually in front of a camera um, or running, you want to go a bit more slowly anyway. Um, so that's something that is a little bit awkward. Um, but I know we did the slow motion marathon here a couple of years ago. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Everybody out there trying to run in slow motion, it's quite funny. So it's, it's definitely kind <laughs> of And the hair flicks. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the hair flicks. You've got to have a hair flick, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> And you mentioned that you are friends with a lot of the cast still. So yeah, I know you just recently you know, had the 30-year anniversary. So that um, must have been lovely meeting back up with, with all your friends. Yeah, it was really great. I mean, Donna D'Erica, oh, my gosh, does that girl look incredible or what? <laughs> I mean, she looks, like, <laughs> she looks just like she hasn't aged a day. She almost looks better now than she did back on the show. So um, that's funny. I see Yasmin all the time, as I mentioned. Um She's like my family. Um, I talk to Gina often. I absolutely adore that girl. I, I've gone to, you know, visit her at her home in Arizona. Um, and then recently, like a bunch of us cast members um, all were um, kind of talking again. We had a group text going. Um, I, I love, you know, Jason's a sweetheart. Everybody's wonderful. Alexandra Paul. I, I just love seeing everybody, you know, at the... Um, at the reunion, it was a lot of fun. And then I knew Brandy Roderick um, from going up to the Playboy Mansion, actually, because I wasn't on the show with her. I was on the last season of Pam. And then I think there was a couple more seasons here, and then it, or maybe one more season, and then it went to, with Carmen Electra, and then it went to uh, Hawaii. Is that correct? Uh, sounds about correct. I, think, I don't know if you guys. Yeah, seeing some. But anyway, yeah, Brandy's just a sweetheart, and um, and then at one point I had a show that I was shopping about the Baywatch girls, um, and we had a lot of the cast members attached, and uh, so Brandy was part of that. Um, so it was fun to reunite with some of the girls, you know, through that um, as well. That show ended up getting sold to Fox Reality when they were in existence like 10 years ago and then they went out of business like the next week. Oh, that's a <laughs> so shame. Our deal. Oh, um, so that's such knows, a shame. You know maybe now I know, maybe now with the reboot I should bring it back out there. Do maybe it, I should definitely. Do that. Just a good idea. <laughs> definitely, that would be awesome. Okay, so uh, we are going to let you go but before we let you go, uh, where can people find you on social media if they want to follow you? Okay, um, at Facebook, which I guess only the old people use nowadays, like me, is, <laughs> um, it's just Nancy Valen. Um, and then uh, at Instagram, it's at Nancy Valen VP. Okay, awesome. Um, I see, yeah, Nancy Valen VP. 
Excellent. Um, and that is it. Wonderful. Um, well, I do endorse a um, a line, a wholesale nutrition line that I absolutely love, um, and it's called Isogenics. And um, I just, for me, it just changed my life. It was such a blessing for me. And so I have a website for that. If anyone's interested in getting their healthy on, um, it's nancyvallon.isogenics, I-S-A-G-E-N-I-X, isogenics.com. If you guys go to isogenics, then you would just be put with any um, person that's a brand ambassador of the line. But if you go to my website, then you would be, you know, purchasing through me. And then I have a whole team of people that, um, that coach um, my people and we have a private Facebook group that we're all in and we just support each other and we're just positive and it's filled with, you know, a lot of positivity um, and great tips to um, being in your best shape. Excellent. Well, we'll make sure you put a link yeah. in the description of the episode for that as well. Oh, perfect. Thank you guys. You're, you're so much fun. I'm sure you have a blast working together. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for your time. Honestly, it's been so wonderful just hearing some of those memories as well. And you're just such a breath of fresh air. So it's been it's been lovely talking to you. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. Hello, everybody. This is Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. And you're listening to Major's Mess Hall Podcast. So there we have our interview there with Nancy Vallon. She was a uh, very gracious lovely guest and i uh i enjoyed talking to her thoroughly the the, the best part for me was when uh, you just finished talking about how you were such a say <laughs> by the bell fan saying what a, was... what a super fan i was and then she's like oh you hear about the reboot and i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah you're like there's a reboot <laughs> so then i had to like start saying like like knock and screech because i think the guy's a douchebag dustin diamond <laughs> and then like you know i say something like that and she just like oh yeah and then she changes the subject and i'm like oh what's it she don't want to talk fucking throw shade at dustin diamond like, yeah, when whatever. you brought up dustin diamond i was saying to myself please don't mention the porno <laughs> yeah, <I saw> <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got his own signature toy now too molded after his schlong <laughs> oh, actually buy, like the fucking dustin diamond you know Double-headed dildo. <laughs> Who's gonna buy that? Geeky saved by the bell fan. We're okay that's, with it. That's right. That's right. What Kelly was the high school Cal- called? Bayside. Bayside. That's it. That's actually that's the, there's a restaurant here called the Brass Rail. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And for some reason, my mum calls it the Bayside, and we don't know why. <laughs> she's just got it in her head that it's called the Bayside. Well, every time she will go the Bayside. Be, I guess. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know. Bayside for brunch. The, the the weird thing is, it's not near a bay, so it's just no. weird. It's like the bayside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we've been there, Todd. It's the brass rail where we went for breakfast yeah. that time. Yeah. Where we had breakfast and uh, yeah. Some didn't somebody get scalded with coffee or something? Like that? That, that was Scott. <laughs> yeah. We didn't talk about yeah. that. Yeah. We don't mention him. Yeah. No, we can mention him. He was ignorant. Simple as that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Was he was ignorance. He was ignorant and rude. Anyway, moving on from that. But yeah, like, and the other high school was, what was it, uh, Valley was the other high school in, in Bay, uh, uh, not Baywatch, jeez, Saved by the Bell, <laughs> that uh, 
the Bayside was their number one rivals was the Valley. Yeah. And didn't they go to the college years where they were like working on a golf course or something like that? No, no, you're thinking of the beach resort that had. Uh, oh yes. Where they got the summer jobs and it actually had um, all the Scientology chick in it. Well, she she not in Scientology anymore, but the one who's leading oh, the crusade. Oh, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Ram, Ram, Ramini. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Lisa. Not Lisa. Hang on. Is it Lisa? No. Leah. Not. Leah, Leah Ramini, yeah. Doug Heffernan. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah, Leah. Yes, 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 yes. She's, not, she's out of it now anyway, isn't she? She's not a Scientologist yeah, anymore. No, she's actually leading a crusade to expose Scientology for the, uh, I guess, uh, the cult that it is. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to get it on the podcast. Oh, that would be sweet. It would, yeah. Because I've been a huge fan of her since the Saved by the Bell days. Yeah. And she's been a bit, of a, bit of a hottie as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, we she was in. She was in Cheers as well. She played one of Carla's daughters in Cheers. Really? Yeah. That's going way back. Yeah, I can't remember the character's name, but like, I'm, I'm like a, a Cheers mega fan. Oh, I, I love. Just Cheers. like you would say by the bell. One <laughs> <laughs> of my favorite things talking about Cheers is, I saw an interview with Jay Thomas, the guy that played Carla's husband. Oh my he, God, he's oh, my he favorite character. And he ripped her apart and said that it was so hard to do the scenes with her because he's like they actually expect me to like kiss this woman and be like <gasps> loving and affectionate toward her and it's like jesus and then right after that like you never hear anything from jay thomas again so it's like <laughs> fucking hell did he say that man that's so rude yeah it was in an interview where he was i can't remember if it was letterman or if he was on johnny carson where he was talking about it wow. but yeah he just totally like ripped into how dog ugly Rhea perlman is and how it was hard for him to like be loving and affectionate toward her on the show. Jeez, that's I'm so rude. Thinking, yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, Jesus, have you looked in the mirror lately, buddy? It's not exactly like you're the fucking Paul Newman of TV. Um, yeah, no, I just, I've always loved Cheers, always. Like, it's, uh, I just got the Pop Funkos, actually. I didn't even realize he'd done them, and then I seen it online. It was like, you could get five of the of the Pop Funkos from Cheers. I was, I'm going to get them, so. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. You'll yeah. have to slip into Leah's DMs. You won't be able to slip into her DMs. <laughs> I slipped into oh. patterns. <laughs> oh, yeah, she well, did. This she, is the revealing part did. of the show, I guess. Patton Oswald, she, she did. No, she, DMs, you so let me know. She's got this thing I where did. she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slip into loads of celebs' DMs on, Insta- on Instagram. <laughs> and I said, well, there's no point in doing that because if they don't follow you, what happens is when someone, someone tries to DM you that doesn't follow you or you don't follow them, it goes through as like such and such wants to send you a message. Do you accept so they don't get it. You have to accept it, and most of them just don't. They probably got notifications turned off. So I was like, "You're wasting your time. You need an agent or a publicist." And she was like, "No, I'm just going to try anyway." So she she it must have emailed like thirty people, uh, DM thirty <laughs> people, and Patton Oswald, who, who obviously we know he is a comedian. You know, he's done loads of stuff, but we right. love King of Queens, and he was in that. So she she sent him a message asking him if he wanted to come on, and he messaged back. He actually answered us. He said no. <laughs> But he he said wow. uh, yeah he did he said um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to um, politely decline I'm gonna have to unfortunately decline it's turn it turn it down or something he said but thank you for asking and I was like oh well, thanks thanks for getting back to us that's more than anyone else does so that was nice so then what she did she thinks I'm gonna have some more boy band members because we've had luck with you know <laughs> members of BB Mac and, and, and LFO we'll ask some more boy band members from you know different boy bands so she goes right I'm gonna ask some people from Boyzone. So she oh goes, God. sends out some message, some some DMs to Boy's Own. So what she does is she copies and pastes a message, the one she sent to Patton Oswald. She thinks, well, just, it's the same write-up. I'll just paste it over. Oh God. So she finds Keith Duffy from Boy's Own, 
and copies and pastes and thinks, right, I better change the name. So she goes up to the top, <laughs> scribbles out Pat and Oswald and puts Keith Duffy. Then she sends it. So then because we've got access to the same account, I'm like, let's have a little look. So I click on it and read. And it says something like, um, hi, Keith Duffy. Uh, this is uh, Major's Mess or Podcast here. We'd love to have you on our podcast. <laughs> no, I addressed it. This is Gavin. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. This is Gavin. So she puts my name on it. This is Gavin here from the Major's Mess or Podcast. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's any chance we can have you on our podcast to discuss your your um, your acting career, um, most your notably, yeah, your most notably your classic role in King of Queens, um, and sends it to Keith Duffy, and I'm like, Keith, fucking hell, we, I, like he was in a boy band from Ireland, he wasn't in King of Queens. We could, I could not stop laughing. So then I made, you know what I'm like with ed, you know what I'm like with editing photos. So then I edited a photo oh. of uh, of Jerry Jerry Stiller. And uh, Leah, Leah Ramini, and then instead of Doug Effinan, I put Keith Duffy in the middle. <laughs> Jesus but Christ! I did get one success, didn't I? Well, yeah, but I was, just, I was just about to say. Needless to say, Keith never got in touch with us, so unfortunately, we, we won't be having He's Keith on. Sure but... be totally off wall. He'd at least message and be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> well, he probably well, would have if he'd have seen it. If I was a celebrity, and somebody'd be like, "Hey, I love when you were on Little House on the Prairie," I'd, I'd at least message him like. <laughs> Hell, I'm just never on that show. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> oh, you'd mess with him, wouldn't you? Yeah, sure. I'll tell you something about King of Queens. Sure. Yeah, I love my time on that show. Uh, I got Ryan Toby from it, from Slipping the Deal. Fucking hell. She's going on about this. She got Ryan Toby. She sent the initial message. The same thing she copied and pasted from Patton Oswald, except this time she deleted the King of Queens reference and replaced it with Sister Act 2. She, she sends that over. <laughs> And then he replies, and I have to do all the bloody running round. So it, was, it wasn't just you, it was me. I, 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 like, he was I'm hard work. Saying, I'm not saying it wasn't you. Just to let everyone know, right, as, as absolutely wonderful as Ryan Toby is, he's hopeless at answering emails. So I'd send him an email and say, we'd like to get you on the pod. <laughs> and he'd go, yeah. And that's it. Just go, yeah. And I'm so, okay, well, can we set absolutely. it up? <laughs> what about next weekend? And he, he's, yeah, sounds good. And I'm like, okay, so uh, what about this time? And he's like, yeah. Well, then you just get one word answer. It's like talking to Craig. You don't get anything out of him. Or it's like talking to me when I'm at work and you send me like this big, long, like whole paragraph and I just write back like, sounds good. Awesome. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I said that. I said he's todded you. <laughs> yeah, she did. She said he's todded you there. <laughs> And I said, and then at one point I was like, I said, um, I said, okay, so um, the way we do this, I, I was like, is we do it via Skype, Skype audio, or we do it via phone, so I can call your phone. And he goes, yeah, WhatsApp's good. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I said we do it via Skype or we do it via phone. And, and even then, he was, it was just, it was just difficult. But and so I'm thinking, oh, he's, he's probably not going to be very chatty. But actually, it was lovely, and to talk to him, he, I mean, he had so much to say. Oh yeah. He but really cool. he made up for it, didn't he? Yeah, but just trying to actually set it up, it's it took so long. So Kelly saying, "I got that." Did you shite? No. Do you know why I said this, Todd? Because he said you can try all your life, you're never going to get one bite off there. And I was like, I'm going to try anyway, and I got one bite. So wow. <laughs> this is the part where I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> you're like the ugly dude that goes to the bar late and hits on all the women, and one of them finally says, "Yeah." <laughs> And he yeah. Gets a number and he's like, yeah, I got a number. It's like, yeah, she yeah, sees that as a, she sees women. that as proving me wrong about people not answering Instagram. 
Well, I'm, I may not be the best looking guy at the bar, but I'm the only one talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, I'm going to use that line. Well, no, I'm married, I can't. But... <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Very, oh, very quickly, say something nice about Heather in case she listens. <laughs> Wonderful. So Nancy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no, that was. I mean, it was just. It was nice. She's been in so many iconic TV roles that it was just nice to talk talk about. You know, I I love Friends, so hearing those little behind the scenes, um, you know, you know, just about the cast and stuff, especially Matthew Perry because I he's my favorite one on the show. So. Uh, like when we were in college, me and Kelly, like I used to, I used yeah, to act, I remember this. I used to act like him in some of our little skits we used to do. When we did drama in college, and uh, yeah, so it was just funny to hear that he was so involved with the behind, with, you know, with what was going oh, on. It was with the nice to hear what a nice guy he was and and stuff. Because I remember when Friends was going on, there was a lot of stuff like in the tabloids. Of course, you know, they're tabloids; they got to sell uh, issues. But still, he was always like the one that they were always bashing and saying that oh, he was out of control. He's this and that. He's a He's a, not a nice guy, and it's like, but everybody that ever worked with him says the exact opposite. Like, you know, he's very professional. Yes. He's very creative. He's he's just a good guy. So it's like, I think anytime you have a popular show, they got to kind of divide and conquer, and make at least one person the bad part, like female or male, make them out to be the bad guy, and then just so they can sell, you know, newspapers. Yeah, which is kind of sad, but yeah, it is. You can tell he's naturally funny, though. Just like the way he just delivers the line, it's just. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's the first memory I remember of you in college. There's be a guy that looked a little bit like Matt LeBlanc, Matt. Oh yeah. And yeah. then, <laughs> and then um, Gavin comes in and he does all the actions and all the arm movements, and it's spot on, like Chandler. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, who's that guy?" Like, because <laughs> he nailed the Chandler. <laughs> well, like, even Kirk to this day, he, Kirk the ghost, our friend, even he says to this day, you look like Chandler Bing. Fucking <laughs> don't look anything like Matthew Perry at all. No, you don't. No? Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Did Kirk see the college years, though? Well, I haven't told I him about, like... I haven't told him that he, that some people say I used to like, I didn't look like him, I just, I, I, I impersonated <laughs> him. I impersonated him. No, but he's not a bad-looking fella, so I, I wouldn't be offended. But I, I, I just don't. So like, but I did act like him a lot. Like I'd be like, "Oh my god," I'd be doing all that, all those lines, like with the actions and everything. And yeah, just, you nailed the uh, mannerisms. It went, it went over quite well. So anyway, did. enough of blow me own horn. That's what she said. <laughs> um, Why not? Kelly did yesterday on the other interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Miss Gold wow. Star. Yeah, gave himself two two gold stars. You're not letting me live this gold star down, are you? <laughs> uh. Right, so we are going to wrap up the episode now and just say that our next episode, we haven't done the interview yet, but we are looking forward to doing this one because talking about the college years, we are going to be touching on the college years in our next interview with our next guest because um, they they are a teacher. They Well, they do a lot of things, but one of the things they do is teach um, uh, they, you know, what is it like? Teach people how to act. Yeah, acting class. Yeah, like an acting class. So uh, we're gonna. Coach. Yeah, we're gonna I explain. Name right. We're <laughs> gonna explain to them uh, our terrible experience in college of not being able to do what we wanted, <laughs> not being able to shine, being called a giraffe, and it was Kelly that called me it. But still, do you remember what did that? I call you? you called me a giraffe. 
For some fucking yeah, for some fucking stupid reason, they decided that we were going to go round in a circle and tell everybody individually what kind of animal they most suited. And because I'm six foot tall and I didn't have a fucking piece of meat on my bones back then, she decided she'd say he looks like a giraffe, a giraffe in a denim jacket, as I recall. So we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. With our next guest. <laughs> yeah, she did. Giraffe. I don't even remember because he's still bringing it up. Yeah. I know. You did. I remember that. And you're saying that in front of everyone who's done giggling. <laughs> then imagine some sort of cartoon version of Matthew Perry with a denim jacket on. I didn't even... Because you were tall, that's why I said giraffe. Well, if you fucking hope, that's why. Jesus Christ. I know, yeah, my neck's not that long. That would be the fucking giveaway on that, wouldn't it? Call me a stick insect, don't call me a giraffe. Jesus. <laughs> I don't uh, even remember saying it. Oh, you did. 100%. I'd, I'd hate to think what your first impression would be when you see me in person. But God, I can't, I can't even wrap my head around it. <laughs> it will happen one day, Todd. It will, because my, my voice and my appearance is deceptive. I don't look like I do in pictures in person exactly. And my voice sounds differently and gavin can attest to that i do sound different in person than i do on he sounds audio. deeper in, in real life like the house sh- the house shakes I've hear this. <laughs> like it's like it's like literally like jurassic park if there's a glass of water you can see the vibrations <laughs> on the glass when he talks yeah the, the bass of my voice is just ridiculous like yeah that two feet from me when i talk they can feel it and they're like geez and i'm like yeah i know it's, it's, it's a gift so I'll probably laugh the first time I hear it. I'm not going to lie. Oh, that's all right. And, I'll, and, of course, I'll have to do something, like, totally out of character and, like, throw it off, like, so it doesn't match. Like, you'll be expecting one thing, I'll give you something totally different. Yeah, you'll, you'll come over and you'll, you'll sound like Bertie or something. Hi! <laughs> that's, that's what I loved the first time I talked to you. You expected that I'd sound like Dick Johnson. And then when yeah. I didn't, there was like this long pause, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my, and then you just giggle, and I'm like, what's so funny? <laughs> and then you're like, I didn't expect your voice to sound like that. I'm like, did you expect to hear, hey, howdy, hey? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was shocked, because yeah. we, we met in that, we met in essentially like, in, it was in um, Chicago, but we met in like this big massive greenhouse, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, it was so, like so there was an echo on that, so imagine that with a big deep voice, that's what it was like. <laughs> He's yeah, like, like, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I won't cope with that. I'll... <laughs> I have this thing where I nervous laugh anyway, don't I? I just, I laugh then, and people think I'm being rude oh. and laughing at. And I'm, it's not. It's just like a nervous thing. Everybody's got their quirks. Like, some people, when they get nervous, they laugh. My nervousness, I get gas, so I fart. But I'm, <laughs> I get really nervous, I start blowing my ass out. And all of a sudden, Jesus I'm like, Christ, you must, you must have been incredibly nervous in my house then. <laughs> Fucking hell. It was your cat. Man, that cat's evil. I'm surprised the cat's still alive after breathing that in. <laughs> I think Christ. I heard some of that black hair gray, though. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that cat, she's lovely to me. He just hates men. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're going. Okay, guys. You haven't done the links? What? Li- oh, God, yeah. Thank you very much. Look, she's on the ball tonight. Right. Thank you. 
Website. Don't stop. Yeah. Website, majorsmesshall.com. Instagram, at Messhall Podcast. Twitter, at Majors Messhall. Facebook, search Majors Messhall. Patreon, this is the important one now. <laughs> Patreon, go to, go to patreon.com forward slash Majors Messhall if you want to support us and donate whatever you can monthly. All the money goes back into the podcast. It just helps with things like the the uh, the website and the um, the the SoundCloud fee as well for our episodes, and yes. obviously the replenishment of some old equipment, which we're in the process of doing now. Um, and thank you very much to our, all of our current patrons for helping us. It means that the world to us. We can't even thank you enough. Um, okay, guys, we will be back with episode. Um, what's the next one? One twenty one. One twenty one. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, episode 121, we will be back, and we'll make sure Craig is on that one as well. And real quick, where can they find our merchandise, T-shirts? You can find out, that's a good one, actually. We've got the brand new Majors Mess Hall logo on the T-shirts and hoodies, and you can even get a tote bag, and uh, there's a mug if you want to just buy a mug with the logo on it. You you can go to MajorsMessHall.com, and there's a merchandise tag. Uh, in the in the list there so you just click on that and it'll take you through to teespring.com and we've got like a storefront on there it's got all of our stuff on the t-shirts are kind of it's annoying because the older t-shirts show up first so you know if you want an older t-shirt that's fine but the newer ones are like a couple of pages over so you just got to go through them and you'll see them but get them because the quality honestly i'm not just saying this the quality and the price you can't beat honestly the quality is fantastic and the price is fair so definitely get in there and uh, you should look at doing caps shouldn't you we yeah, there's been a whole thing about caps. I've been emailing different people trying to find because we want it. It's cheaper for us to buy the caps first, blank because I've I've got some of them and this the quality's amazing of these caps. So I was going to buy a load of those, and then I was going to buy um, some professionally done. Um, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, the stitched logos embroidered embroidered stitched logos to put on the front of the the hat and i found the place that were doing it um but he was he was saying something like oh we'll charge you this much uh, and we'll give you 20 and i'm like i don't want 20 i just want 10 to start with i can't shift 20 hats i want to give me 10 that's a nice number to work with if we sell 10 and there's people want more we'll pull in for another 10 and he goes no the deal is we'll do uh, we'll give you 10 free so you you buy this for this much and i'm like no i don't want it for that much give me give me 10 for half of what that half of that and they go we can't do that and i'm like but you how can you not do that you, you're giving me 10 free i don't want 10 free so half the price and the last time i spoke to him he, he must have been desperate because he was like yeah we'll do it for that <laughs> so um i just didn't have the money at the time so i was like i'll get back to you so because the fact he's done that now i'm thinking is that legit but he sent me a copy of the logo. So I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask him for a sample in the mail. So he can send me a sample of one of them. And if I like it, I'll order some. Yeah. And that's yeah, the fair yeah. thing to do. But he sent me like a professional picture of it. And like it looks amazing, but it's only a picture. So I want to see what it looks like in person. Well, I would get a sample because there's a lot of things I see on Wish that oh, I ordered. God. And then when I get it, I'm like, that ain't what I ordered. What the fuck is that? Is that yeah. <laughs> If I you would ever, make sure I had one in my hand. If you ever get something on Wish that's like completely different to what you ordered, do a funny video of it just to put online because that would be amazing. Oh, Christ, I got a bunch of them because the, the best one was one I ordered because my favorite superhero is a Flash. Yeah. And I ordered a Flash shirt. And I even went through like all the sizing charts and was like, okay, I'm six feet tall, 240 pounds at the time, so I need an extra large. I did it, and I could barely get my fucking arm in the thing. I'd end up giving it to my son who was like... And at the time, because it, it, I couldn't even, and I'm like, 
in, in what world is this an extra large? This isn't even extra large in kids because it barely fit my son. So, yeah, but ridiculous. it's probably come from China and they're little fellas anyway, aren't they? <laughs> Over there, you got like a 10x. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done ranting for a minute. Excellent. Well, we've finished now anyway, so we will be back with episode. Uh, God, what is it again? I've forgotten. 121. 121. Right. Okay. Take it easy, guys. Talk to you soon. Ciao. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.